Blog Talk Radio. We can find something light 
about communicating with other people. It should just be fundamentally a good time for talking, chatting, uh, superficial or not. Uh, just being able to have a conversation. I think it adds to some of the deeper things that are going on, like Saturn and Scorpio. So uh, the moon is in very early spot in Aries, so it is going to be making you know, an opposition to Mars. It's going to be making a conjunction to Uranus. Every time the moon's been going around the wheel, when it comes back to a cardinal planet, um, a cardinal sign, it, it activates the T-square that we have. Uh, in the chart and uh, or the cardinal grand cross if the moon happens to be in cancer which it will be next thursday um so but uh, make it long short of that the moon adds an emotional energy to things and right now the moon in aries is i think making us feel a little bit more strong-willed so there's a potential for us to be a little strong-willed we want to be careful that we don't have to absolutely get our way uh, as it makes an opposition to Mars, that strong will could have some difficulties in relationships, particularly with men. As it conjuncts Uranus, it could make us more volatile even, more emotionally volatile and, uh, let's say, rash, making rash decisions, bold, rash decisions, needing to have our own way suddenly or abruptly. So we want to watch the moon in Aries. It only lasts for a couple of days, but it's still a strong moon to have going uh, around while we are having a cardinal T-square. I'll talk. Uh, I've talked about that before. The cardinal T-square is between Mars, Uranus, and Pluto. Mars is in Libra. Uranus is in Aries. Pluto is in Capricorn. Jupiter was involved when it was a grand cross in Cancer, but right now we don't have a Cancer element. It's this continued tension between the individual and the authority figure, and with. Um, with Libra added now, while Mars is in Libra, which it's moving very slowly through there, um, it adds the sort of dynamic tension with interpersonal relationships or um, relationships. You know, you can see it in, in countries even. I think that some potential damage has been done between the United States and um, some of our foreign allies. Uh, as a result of the NSA leaking, which was which was you know to a large extent something beneficial because the public absolutely needed to know that they were being spied on and that every facet of their lives was being examined by supercomputers. But um, not that I know that they're doing anything with that information, but you know at least it's it's public truth now. And um, that simply was a Uranus-Pluto square. When we add Mars to that and we, we find out that, you know, foreign countries like Germany or England were being spied on by us and those were our allies, I think it, it kind of disturbed or put a little fracture in those relationships. So some of the healing that's necessary right now as Mars is moving through Libra is to redevelop some trust with relationships that we have with people. So, um, you know, possibly some relationships have come to an end, and and that can happen because uh, if the individual feels oppressed, uh, you know, the Aries feels overburdened by the Capricorn, then they may break away. Um, the uh, the only other transit that's really worth noting is that Venus is sextile uh, Jupiter. Uh, Venus in Taurus is almost exactly sextile Jupiter as Jupiter is moving forward. Venus has come into a really nice angle with it. And um, this is, I think, you know, the again, I think we might have talked even about this aspect last week, but this week it's even more exact. 
It's, I think, our ability to nurture uh, each other and create safety and stability and security for each other. So if there's some kind of uh, emotional comfort that you can offer to someone, if you can make someone feel safe uh, anywhere from, you know, like, giving them 20 bucks or if they really need it or a hug or a back rub or, you know, just simply making them dinner or, you know, helping them out in some way to nurture at this time um, in connection with expressing love and as a, um, as a security, stability, Venus and Taurus, the stability and security of Venus and Taurus, how beautiful that is. It doesn't have to be about physical possessions. Uh, it could simply be something um, that helps someone, you know, like where you could wash the dishes for them. That's a Venus and Taurus, Jupiter and Cancer sextile. Just so simple, you know, running them a bath. It can become more extravagant, obviously, than that. Venus and Taurus can be extravagant. Um, but um, but it doesn't have to be. It's a simple process at Taurus, really, of being grounded in the earthly plane and feeling like we've contributed some stability to someone's life. And that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to Inside Connection Radio. Um, so, you know, we're very close to the solstice energy, and uh, you can feel it. Uh, you know, being that we only have probably 24 or 30 hours probably at the most, not even really, um, until we're, you know, the, 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 the solstice moment is upon us. And what does that mean? It means that the sun is going to reach its maximum strength uh, tomorrow evening into Saturday morning, let's say. The sun's going to reach its maximum strength, its highest um, the point in the sky, maximum solar output. Now, it's going to continue to heat all the air in the northern hemisphere, which is why the summer, you know, through July and August remains quite warm, is because the sun is quite high, and it's come to that position now, and it's reached its peak, and it's going to continue to warm the air and the land and the ocean in the northern hemisphere so that um, the actual air and water temperature will continue to go up, even though the sun after tomorrow and Saturday is going to start going back towards the south. So the days will start to get shorter after tomorrow. Tomorrow is the longest day. In some places it will be Saturday, um, but it's going to be um, tomorrow in, in L.A. So um, the... Uh, the, the the energy that's coming from now until tomorrow is enormous. It's really, as you think of something reaching its zenith or its peak or its maximum output, um, tomorrow is it, you know, for, for 2014. Everything after this, every day after this, moving into next week, will be the sun diminishing its power, even though, like I said, it will remain at this very strong, powerful place for long enough so that it will continue to heat up 
where we live in the northern hemisphere and so we're taking in as much energy as we can from the sun but from a strictly astrological standpoint this is a time of heightened energy going outward it's a maximum time of outreach where you know as the days get shorter it leads to the time of going within but this time right now is the time of going outward mythologically and astrologically this time is about will the strongest amount of will sun is connected the sun is connected to our willpower because it's connected to our most vital sense of uh, who we are um, and the way in which our ego is functioning so it's about conscious conscious identity and the way in which we're interacting with each other so it's it's it provides a tremendous amount of strength which you can understand if you you know think about you know the solar system or whatever and just the star the sun um is uh is where we gain a tremendous amount of our of our strength from it provides us with all of our energy so for most of us that are like i said living in the northern hemisphere this is a time of maximum solar strength maximum solar energy and in in you know by reflection it becomes a time when our will is as strong as it can be our personal strength our passion um, our purpose and the direction of our lives determining the course of action that we will take this is a time this week today tomorrow and saturday for us to be able to determine what that course of action will be because the the energy is fueling maximum creativity these are all uh solar you know based concepts and solar based words that we're deriving this much energy from this time of the year how can this much it would be like if you take a light bulb and you have one of those dimmer switches on it right and you turn it and you turn it and you turn it and you get it to be the most bright that it will go then that's where we are right now with the sun it's shedding the most energy and the most illumination into our environment or basically into our you know our hearts and souls if you want to be deep um and then after tomorrow the the dimmer switch will start to get dimmer and dimmer on the sun as it goes down into you know what will be december the 21st when it will when it will turn around and come back up again so it's always found, i always found it interesting that that this day which marks the beginning of summer is actually the most powerful part of the summer even though it always seemed to me as a child that the hottest and most you know sort of um amazing part of the summer was july and august because the sun was still strong and warm but the air was that way and the ocean was that way and um and it and it's actually a really amazing time because it's creating the abundance that is possible for us during the entire year so this this time now is i think setting the stage for what that abundance will be if we take this solstice moment and we you know reconnect with ourselves why don't we do a little meditation in just a minute here if we take that solstice energy and and reconnect with ourselves we come to the you know the the realization that what we're doing now is what's going to provide for us for the remainder of the year so we can outreach we can say okay i can take on this much more energy i can take on this much more creativity i can fill myself up with this much more outflow this much more 
outward outreach, outgrowth. That's what it's all about right now, out, out, outside of us not inside of us. That's the opposite time of the year when we're doing more self-reflection. So now is the time to take all the things that we're learning and we've been learning and find out how we can express those things in the outer world. If we close our eyes for just a minute, I think I can do this for just a minute, actually, and feel very centered. And we visualize the sun the way it is beautiful warm and yellow and like that and we bring it inside of ourselves and we bring it inside of our heart and we allow it to warm us from the inside and send its radiance out into our arms and up into our throat and up into our head and down into our pelvis and out our feet and we become a glow with the brilliance of the sun and we allow that energy to speak through us and to be a part of us and infuse all of our cells at a fundamental level like a sun bath uh, and, and take that in and allow certain spots whether it's pain or confusion or disappointment or struggle and allow the sun allow that light that you can bring into your heart to radiate light onto those areas remember the sun itself has no shadow so the thing about pure light like that is that it does it has no darkness and if we bring that inside of ourselves, it can dispel um, areas in our in our life where there are things that we're 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 not feeling so good. So allow that radiance to sort of um, dissolve away, um, uh, infuse, um, uh, dissipate. I think that's actually a really good way of looking at it. Dissipate so that it almost like it vaporizes it or evaporates it away from us like sunlight would do on some kind of a surface you know it would evaporate water this kind of thing allow it to dissipate away the negativity and keep that light beaming and flowing and coming off of you just for a minute breathe into that and breathe out from that and now we can let that go but it makes me want to segue just to one thing about the the day, which is that this was the time when traditionally herbs were harvested, magical herbs were harvested uh, and um, and used around the house because since the sun was at its maximum potency, the herbs were considered to be at their maximum magical potency. So just like I described using the sunlight meditation to dissipate negativity, you can use um, herbs that are collected uh, at this time right now, and you can either you know burn them or hang them at the door or um, or use them in your own cooking and, and bring that medicinal kind of energy into your body. Um, but it's a time for bringing protection into your home and into your body um, because there there's so much energy for dissipating any kind of negativity. So if you allow this, you know, 
this really bountiful, incredibly bountiful energy to come into your life at this time. It can create a lot of magic for dissipating and dissolving and eliminating um, all kinds of shadowy aspects of our personality that we may have difficulty um, uh, getting access to or eliminating without without the help of this energy. So I wanted to say that since um, this is a time for honoring our personal strength, it's important for us to look at our personal strength. So Aries, what you want to do is you want to look at your ability to create a vision at this time. What is it that you really feel motivated and enthusiastic to go and accomplish? Go do it. And um, Taurus, um, you know your your strength lies in loyalty. So who might lead, who might need a loyal hand or a loyal friend or someone that can uh, really be there for someone um, and offer the security and stability? And Gemini, your strength lies in the communication. Obviously, it's what you rule, and the strength there is in your your selection of words and in your command of humor and how you can lighten up a situation and take it from being really heavy and cumbersome to communicating in a lighter lighter voice. And Cancer, your strength is definitely about nurturing and taking care of the home and the domestic sense of caring for um, someone without having to worry about them, but offering them a level of uh, care and protection that will keep them safe. Leo, it's about leadership, right? Your strengths lie in your ability to lead and your own good behavior and honor as it sets a good example for the people around you. Virgo's strength lies in efficiency and service. So if there's somebody that needs your help and a helping hand, make sure that you feel like you're there to offer it. Libra's strength lies in its ability to compromise and keep things from getting out of hand or too chaotic. So Libra, bring that steady mind and that um, uh, you know love of equality to your relationships so that they can you know ride in an even keel. And Scorpio, whose um, uh, strength lies in the realm of digging in and emotional honesty. Uh, that's right, Scorpio, emotional honesty, where you're you're really capable of trusting and revealing something honest about yourself. That's actually your deepest strength because you're intuitive enough to know what the emotionally honest thing is to do. So bring emotional honesty. And Sagittarius, who loves the higher truth that comes from that emotional honesty, express that with um, with with t- tact and grace. You know, bring that, bring your love of adventure and the honesty that you discover from uh, you know emo- the emotional process. Bring that to your love of life. Capricorn, loyal loyalty doesn't even touch it for you, right? You're so dependable and reliable. Your strength lies in your ability to be there when when someone needs you. So all our signs, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, all in, are in that realm of um, practical and dependable. But Capricorn's really there for helping somebody um, when they when they might be down and really need someone to be there for them. Aquarius, 
your strength is absolutely your humanitarian vision and your idealism that you have for everybody. So stay with that. And Pisces, your strength lies in compassion and being the shoulder to cry on or the artist who can reflect our joys and pains. And so for Pisces, uh, please focus on being, um, you know, the, the very best empath that you can be the very best artist um and um and with that we can all bring our own personal strength by honoring our personal strength to the table um we can reach each other uh we can teach each other uh we can lead us we can lead us all of us can lead us to our maximum potential that's what this time is about um it's been really great to do a show with you guys again. I'm Dr. Craig. I want to leave you with Eddie Vetter and the Big Hard Sun. Okay? Talk to you next Thursday. from above When I climbed down to be that tree She took me in again There's a bee A big hot sun Beating on the big people In a big hot world When she comes to greet me She is mercy at my feet in her charms, she just throws it back at me. Once I dug an early grave to find a better land, she just smiled and laughed at me and took her blues back again.
Love 